I jumped at it, swinging low. Coin danced out of reach, lifted its hands, and shouted a single syllable. The sound was louder than anything I'd ever heard, like a jet engine about two feet from my face. There were other voices inside it. I heard a chorus of shrieking words, a high wailing, and something deep and thonic and inhuman. Sound pushed at me like a storm wind. I set my feet, leaning forward toward Coin's gaping mouth and outstretched arms. The gravel under me shifted as I slid backward. My mind was jumping in a hundred different directions. I tried to pull up my chi, to force my will down into the soles of my feet to stick me to the spot. There was nothing. The edge of the building came up behind me faster than I'd expected. The raw force of Coin's will had shoved me a dozen feet or more. The parapet came up to my thighs, the void on the other side. I dropped to my knees, trying not to pitch over it. My ears rang, and my eyes felt dry and scoured, like I'd been staring into a sandstorm. And then, I was in motion. I curled to the side, pushing through my legs as I did. I landed on my shoulder, rolling gracefully through my back, to end up cat-like on my fingertips and the balls of my feet. There was no surprise on Coin's face. It lifted its raised fists, and I jumped to the side as the roofing where I had been burst open, pebbles flying like shrapnel. I felt something dig into my leg, but I ignored the pain. My backpack was inches from my hand, and I swept it up and threw it, the leather singing against the air. It took Coin in the belly. Nothing more than a moment's distraction, but I was running forward, teeth bared. My blood was a song, my body a weapon. My mind let go and let my flesh take control without me. Coin blocked a claw-fingered swipe at his neck, but not the kick that I sent hammering into its knee. I wanted to see surprise in its expression, but there was only momentary pain and then grim determination. I danced back, and Coin flipped up a handful of gravel, the unnaturally powerful stones hissing past my ear like gunfire. It didn't speak. That time was over. We circled each other, waiting for a break, a moment, a chance. I thought I saw a tremble in the knee I'd kicked. I lunged forward, but it had anticipated the move. I stepped into the attack, taking the momentum on its arm, grabbing the front of my shirt and twisting. I lost contact with the ground, flew through the air out of control. I reached down with one hand, willing myself down to the gray stones. My hand slapped the parapet as I sailed past. For a fraction of a second, I was over the edge, looking down the endless drop of black glass and chrome to the distant, glowing street. Then I was hugging the wrong side of the parapet, my legs kicking against the void. Coin stood above me, both hands raised. I could feel the air change as it gathered its will. I think I screamed, but what I remember thinking was, oh well, that's it. The world became a clockwork. My arm, slung over the edge, carried a certain mass at a particular angle. The friction of my feet against the side of the skyscraper held a particular and measurable force. Coin's hands were only hands, its will a faint echo of what it had been only seconds before. Someone had performed Kim's cantrip.